1: Feeling the pressure, McCarthy throws, caught down the sideline. Loveland breaks it in. Touchdown, Wolverine!
0: Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
2: I mean, of of it's easy to win games by fifty. It's easy to be the second-ranked team in the country. It's easy to be Ken Barkley's like favorite choice, favorite bet to win the national championship. All of these things are easy when you're cheating.
1: Keep cheating, when you're guys! So- when Don't
2: you're let the NCAA science. try to stop you.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I tell you, it's almost—it's almost like AJ Hinch is coaching the Michigan Wolverines. That it's not Jim Harbaugh. Jose Altuve is going to be uh, going to be playing the, the diminutive running back for Michigan. Maybe Alex Bregman can be playing play safety for the Michigan Wolverines. Man, this bunch of cheaters. Michigan accused of stealing signs. We'll see what happens with Michigan. Probably nothing this year at least. Um, in a related story, noted Michigan superfan Joey Knish will be joining us on the show in just a second. But I want to remind our live listeners and viewers, at least the Lions are good, uh, Bets of Steel coming up in 20 minutes featuring bets from hockey legend Jeremy Roenick, who texted us his bets of steel. I am not making this up. Bets from Jeremy Roenick and Ken and my bets for Bets of Steel in 20 minutes. We'll get back to NFL awards. Evan Silva still to come. Felice Nari Toff still to come. Side total and props for the Saints and Jaguars in the final hour, power hour of the show. But joining us right now, the aforementioned, one of our favorites, the great Joey Knish, Pro Sports Better. You can check out his work over at The Hammer, at The Hammer HQ on Twitter, and follow Knish on Twitter. Knish supports us big time, comes on the show all the time. Support him. Check him out on Twitter at Joey Kanish 22 and again, all his work over at The Hammer. My friend, welcome back to the show. How's it going?
1: Gentlemen, Theatrical football thursday and i tell you boys i wasn't sure if i was going to be able to take the call today i'm hiding out in an east lansing press box here with a video camera uh you know doing my uh <laughs> weekly due diligence and uh all of a sudden i got people texting me saying get out of there get out of there you're we're, we're burnt so i don't know what's going on but uh i got i got a few of the you know the sparty playbooks uh i'm on, on my call sheet here
0: that's, I mean, a great answer. The we always hear about the Kanishi moles. Turns out Kanish uh, is a mole, actually. Like just vide- videotaping the other team for for Michigan. Well, uh, Kanish, curious. I I don't think like the NCAA Big Ten allegations, whatever, against Michigan. Probably not impacting, like, this weekend's game. First of all, if they already cheated, they probably have the signs already for this weekend, even though Michigan State now knows what's going on. Uh, but it's also Thursday, whatever. Uh, Michigan's 24, 24-and-a-half 24 in this game on the road. Really, like, beat up Indiana last week, won by a billion. Uh, favorite now to win the national championship with the Brock Bowers injury. Like, are, are we laying Michigan still in this game? Just, like, does this story kind of spooky at all for making any bets? Michigan, 24, 24-and-a-half, 24 45-and-a-half. Uh, against Sparty. Any, any best for you here? You know, it's a locked for like the last
1: 15 years, you know, you would have seen this number and been like, Oh, Sparty auto, you know, click it. D'Antonio had that long streak where he ATS streak against Michigan. The problem being is this is probably the widest Delta signs or no signs, whether they got the playbook or not, Biggest delta between these two teams since, uh, you know, John L. Smith was, uh, you know, screaming at uh, sideline reporters and he's Lansing, uh, you know, losing his mind. So it's just the Michigan State team. Now, you would expect them to give whatever they got in the tank. You'll probably see it here. If there's one side, I know the unders come down a little bit. I still think at 46, I would lean that way. And Michigan State really tries to ugly it up. Both teams going to go super slow. I um, think it'll be kind of a game that leans towards the under. I just, it's in the zone where I'm not really too tempted either way here. Just a little bit of a play on the under for me. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, the, the FBI doesn't, uh, you know, raid Michigan's uh, locker room after the game.
2: Just a a word of advice, Kanish, from one friend to another, from me to you. If you're going to be a hashtag man of the people, you can't say things in your answer like, the delta between what 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 is this like a college economics class the delta between that say the difference between the two teams come on man you're mad at the people here let's stay in the big 10 just some advice for me to you ohio state and then you'll give us betting advice here because i'm you're better at it than me ohio state a four and a half point favorite against penn state in the big 10 total 45 and a half what's the delta between these two teams and does it make you want to place a bet
1: well, I'd say the, you know, the difference between these two teams is um, kind of like, uh, the, the you know, what I would say, the, the, the Ganges River and uh, the Mississippi River. Uh, <laughs> you know, if, if you put uh, two spheres on a map and, you know, align the, align the uh, you know, the, the, the core points or pie or whatever. Uh, no, listen, you chose the man of the people here it doesn't mean the man of the people can't be, you know, educated here. Uh, one of the finest community college graduates that uh, they've ever seen in this area. But there's an, another game where I gotta tell you, I'm taking the points here with Penn State. I've been on the Ohio State is a fraud from the from the jump. They were able to escape Notre Dame. They were able to beat up on a couple of peasants on the schedule. I still don't think McCord is good. I think Ohio State's or Penn State's defense wrecks havoc here. Give Me, the points I had this more around three, three and a half. I'll gladly take over four with Penn State here. I think it's a barn burner, very close, and a game where I think Penn State is very live.
0: Kanish, we'll, we'll ask you about like the bets that you really like, but there are actually like a couple other really, really interesting games this weekend. Just w- would love your thoughts on them. Utah USC is like it, you know, we talk about Alabama, Tennessee, we talk about like Auburn, like all these other games, but. This, this point spread's very interesting just because I, I think people saw Caleb Williams against Notre Dame last week and have read a lot about how bad USC's defense is, and they, they lose to Notre Dame and it doesn't look particularly good. And this is a kind of a, a burgeoning rivalry in the Pac-12. These teams have played really interesting games the last few years, Pac-12 title games. And the Trojans are laying seven despite the fact that they're coming off that big loss. Also, I would remind people, like, Utah's bad. I would also remind them of that. But with, anything for you in this game, USC by a touchdown, which I think would surprise some people, 53 and a half. Yeah, I agree. You
1: know, you you kind of look at after last week's result. You think, you know, if you're just looking at the surface, like, oh Utah, I got, I got, I got to gobble it up. As you said though, it, it's a Utah team that I, I just don't know if they can keep pace in this game offensively. Uh, they're not going to be able to do what Notre Dame did on defense. It's a it's a team in Utah that I, when they're at home, they're a team that like you know you, you go in uh, there and then it seems like they can beat up anybody. On the road, a much different story. Their offense hasn't really gotten it together at all this year. Uh, under's a game that you know is just taking some money, which I agree with. There at seven, I-, I would honestly still lean a little bit of USC here. I think you're getting a-, a touch of value in a game where I just don't know what Utah can do to keep it. Now they may be able to ugly it up and run the ball, but it's a defense that's been a little bit leakier than usual. They're not going it doesn't look like Rising is going to play at all this year, and the offense just hasn't been there. Um, so I don't think this is your, your classic Utah game where, where they can give, a, you know, USC run. I just think USC gets out and outruns them in this game. So it would be a small lean to USC in the under for me in this one.
2: You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Tremendous football Thursday. College football bets. We'll get to the Lions and the Ravens coming up in a second with our good friend Joey Kanish on Twitter at Joey Kanish22. Check out his work with our friends at the Hammer at the Hammer HQ on Twitter. Kanish, any other college football games that really tickle your fancy this week could be Alabama and Tennessee coming up in uh in Tuscaloosa. Could be Duke and Florida State. Anything else that you like this weekend in college football and it could be uh, a smaller game as well.
1: I, you know what? I tell you what I knew what uh, and I usually you know usually go to the the, the peasant games, but I tell you, I like the for roll ties this weekend, baby. This number is come keeps coming down. I tell you what, especially especially if I can see a seven, I don't think it'll get there, but you might be able to get yourself you know a juice seven or something. There's some eights popping up now. I like the tide this weekend. I don't think Tennessee's offense this year is just fundamentally broken from what they want to do. Milton has not been good. They can't hit the shot pass plays. They're not going to be able to run the ball in Alabama. Uh, And I think it's a game here where you saw some of the maybe maturation of of Joe Milrow there. And the delta between Milrow and Milton is, you know, a little bit more significant than me what I saw here. And you know what? Also, milrow a little bit away from that potential that minor hamstring injury he had think you'll see him be able to run the ball a little bit more here i like the tide to roll here i don't really believe in what tennessee's got going this year been a little bit of smoke very fortunate against texas a&m to cover there give me the tide and i think nicky old nicky saban gets still gets another one over against tennessee here
0: I, and I I know everyone says don't do this, but like in this game, I'm teasing Alabama with like a bunch of NFL stuff. Like Alabama basically to win against, like yes please, and everybody can call me stupid for teasing college football. I don't really care. uh Kanish, I want to ask you about the Heisman because of what we saw with with Penix beating Bo Nix last week, Washington beating Oregon, and kind of the predictable market and Caleb losing obviously to Notre Dame. So like really predictable market move. uh If you could have seen that coming, is that Michael Penix is now like a minus favorite in the a multi way market to win the Heisman Trophy? Do you agree with that? Would you tell people. Will like bet more Penix, like he's just gonna win. How would you handicap the Heisman market now that we have a new overwhelming favorite?
1: Yeah, you know what? I, I just think the schedule is too. Day. I, you have to ask yourself: if Pennix drops a game here, does, can he still can he still win? Does he still win? With the season and the numbers so impressive, where Washington still has a few major games on this schedule, where it, it would take quite an effort to go undefeated. So even if you're thinking, you know. Doesn't an eleven and one or a twelve and one Pac Twelve champ Pennix still win the Heisman? That's the question, cuz there's potential for another Quagel Cup where you've got Dylan Gabriel, you've got JJ McCarthy, you've got Jordan Trey, you've got multiple guys behind him that all have a chance to go undefeated. So does a Pennix loss, uh, you know, take him out of the mix, even though he probably still has a superior season numerically to those guys. Um I would, listen, I could never bet it at the price now just due to the fact of who they play down the stretch. I think him being obviously chalk is right. If I was going to be a buyer, it would maybe be, a, you know, a Drake May at 15 or something like that because um, I think there's a number of guys that still have right behind them that if you go undefeated, uh, it's very easy, especially, you know, big game down the, down the stretch there and an undefeated season can kind of unsert panic there if he ends up dropping a game or two.
2: So Kanish gave us uh, gave us Delta earlier in the interview and, and plugged his intelligence and then made up a word just now with unsurp. Just going to unsurp. going got to unsurp. You got Cut unsurp. Because you have to usurp uh, first, and then, then you, you, you unsurp when un-sirp. you take it back. Can it, yeah. Kanish, will, like uh, will, the Lions, will, will the Lions unsurp the Ravens on Sunday in Baltimore as three-point dogs?
1: The greatest ATS coach in history, starting the greatest run anyone has ever seen to the Super Bowl this year this team cannot and will not be stopped at any point versus anybody the last roadblock to the one seed is Baltimore this weekend they get over it they explode Lamar Lion. <laughs> You heard it here. You heard it again. Outright. Quote the Campbell. Nevermore. Lions go into Baltimore and win.
0: I love, love exposed Expose Lamar. Apparently something that's going to happen in this game too. Uh, we, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Uh, Kanish, we had, uh, we had Steve Burline on right before you. He, so here's, here's, a, here's a former NFL quarterback and a current CBS analyst. And here's you. And you guys are going back to uh, back. Burline though. And you might be like, oh, like who's, you know, what it, who cares what he says he thinks Jared Goff might be the MVP at the end of the year he goes literally it's down to two players probably at the end of the year he says Tua and then he pauses and then we're all thinking like oh Mahomes Josh and he goes and Jared Goff and then goes into this huge thing about how Goff can win MVP I know you're a Lions fan this is gonna be a biased answer in like a minute here do you agree with him like would you bet Jared Goff like 15 20 to 1 to win most valuable player if you think the Lions can have that kind of season
1: well, Locke, I tell you, the problem with playing quarterback in the NFL for a while is you take a lot of hits, and a lot of those hits add up after a while, so sometimes you have opinions later in life that are a little, uh, you know, a little a little off the rocker there, so uh, love them. Uh, you know, Steve Berline, a lot of people that, you know, when Joey Kay was playing flag football, a lot of people, Joey, you know, compared him to. Uh, Ronick, Joey K, and Steve Berline, what a trio uh, of athletes on the show today, but Uh, No, I can't get to the golf MVP. I I like, you know, as you said, I've heard it on the show, Campbell coach of the year, Hutchinson defensive player. There's so many other awards that I I think would be more prevalent to back a lion in than than a golf MVP. So nice story. I'd love if it happens. uh, But uh, there's a lot of other lion futures I'd rather play than that one.
2: We need like an alternate cast of like the Kanish interview. Does it with the camera just on me and Ken while Kanish is talking so everyone can see us like laughing hysterically during all of Kanish's answers? They're amazing. Uh, Kanish, as always, my friend, let's close. Uh, you got a random bet in the account for us. Uh, any sport could be anything.
0: And WNBA is over.
2: Bet of steel. We hit the last one. We're going back to the well
1: tonight. Woo! Oh, Arizona Coyotes money line. They go into St. Louis and get it done. Coyotes
2: tonight. I uh, Lay it on the money line. Can you just for, and can you do that again? The coyote noise. Cause it was really excellent. The coyote
1: money line. Oh,
2: oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That's I gotta tell you, man. Joey's Joey coyote. A, That's what we got. Going Joe, around. he's, yeah. he's a legend. Uh, you got to be following Kanish on Twitter at JoeyKanish22. He pumps out hashtag content for our friends over at The Hammer, including a college football show. Kanish supports us big time. You got to support Kanish as well and his content endeavors, all sorts of great stuff at The Hammer HQ on Twitter and at JoeyKanish22 on Twitter. My friend, wishing you the best of luck with all your bets this weekend. Uh, let, definitely let's go, Lions. I'm with you here. We're restoring the roar on Sunday in Baltimore, and we will talk to you again real soon.
1: Gentlemen, I'll talk to you next week from uh, the locker room of whoever Michigan's playing. Good luck this
2: weekend. Oh, absolutely, this is the best, man. It's the, the, the delta between these teams—it's like, what are you, yeah. what are you doing, man? Come on, you gotta lift the gimmick a little bit. Uh, on the, the other side, maybe, maybe we do. Maybe Jeremy Roenick does. Coming up next, Beds Sub steel.